championships will be crowned today on gridirons across the country. And if that's not good enough for you, some schools will have a chance to go claim a championship perhaps on this football Saturday. Hello, it is week number 12 of the college football season and this is the Y'all Show's one hour power hour of college football talk. We call this the Y'all Kickoff Show, powered by y'all.com, the South's homepage. John Rawl is my name, and it is wonderful to have you here as we get y'all set for this upcoming big Saturday. A Saturday that, again, is going to have some conferences out there with teams playing that can walk away with their conference trophy. Some have to wait a little longer, maybe have to go in into a conference championship game. Some conferences, it's still going to be a while before we know who's playing for what. And, of course, it's still a little while before we figure out who's going to be playing for a national championship. But isn't it great? Isn't it something we should be very, what's that word, thankful for? Yeah, as we get ready to celebrate Thanksgiving in just a handful of days, we're very, very thankful for the college football just even being played right now. And we're very thankful that you could join us right here on the Y'all Kickoff Show. Our website is YALL.com. You can find a podcast of this show on Y'all.com. We're also on Spotify, iHeartRadio, the TuneIn app, and so many other places that you get your favorite podcast in case you miss any portion of the show we broadcast on great radio stations across the southeast we're going to be thanking a few of those when our general gridiron report comes your way in just a bit coming up on today's y'all kickoff show as we get you ready for this 12th weekend of college football we're going to walk through the entire lineup starting with the number one team in the land they get things going early between the hedges. We also will tell you some of those conferences that just might be crowning a champion on this Saturday. We will also kind of give you a a little bit of an update on the conference standings in the next segment of the Y'all Show. Plus, big news out of Blacksburg this week. Justin Fuente sent packing as the Hokies head coach. We'll share with you some buzzwords we're hearing as far as coaching candidates, perhaps, Going into that ACC school, we'll have an update on that coaching search. We'll give you the latest out of South Florida. Is Manny Diaz going to be able to hold on to his job? An update there. Norman, Oklahoma this week. Lincoln Riley had to downplay speculation that he's going to be taking off for Baton Rouge. We'll give you the latest out of Big 12 country. Also out of Big 12 country, the athletic director at the University of Texas is urging his fans to not splinter because they got beat by Kansas last week. Oh, what a great game. If you missed it, please go back and see that. We're also going to hear from some coaches. Now, Clemson won't be able to claim an ACC title or Atlantic Division title this weekend at least, and they likely won't claim one at all, but there's still a very small chance Clemson could find themselves playing in Charlotte in a few weeks. Wake Forest, the opponent for the Tigers, certainly can claim a spot at the altar with a victory over Clemson, and we will hear Dabo Sweeney, talk about his matchup his Tigers have at home against, right now, the leader in the clubhouse, Wake Forest. But Wake still has some work to be done if they want to find themselves playing for an ACC title for the first time in 15 years. To the SEC, we're going to hear a quick comment from the coach of Mississippi State. What a job Mike Leach has done in year two in Stark Vegas. And he had a little fun response this week to what a guy named Lane Kiffin said about him on College Game Day last week. So we'll hear from the head coach of Mississippi State later in the show. We also will have General Gridiron, the 
football prognosticator that does it in a fun way, General Gridiron is going to be filing his report later on in the show. So you don't want to miss out on any of this fun that we've got lined up for you here on today's Y'all Kickoff Show. Let's walk through the lineup here for November 20th. As mentioned, the number one team in the country. You won't have to be waiting all day to see the dogs play. They've got the swashbucklers from the South Carolina Low Country coming in with their big ship. The good ship Charleston Southern is the opponent, and you'll find this one on the Digital SEC Network Plus. I guess there's better games out there between the dogs and the bucks of Charleston Southern. This one kicks at 12 Eastern, 11 o'clock Central time between the number one team in the country and Charleston Southern. ABC's got a big battle, Ohio State and Michigan State. OSU ranked number four, Michigan State's number seven, and those two teams get together on ABC starting at high noon. That game we talked about in the ACC Atlantic, Clemson and Wake Forest, that's an early game. ESPN is where you'll see that one kicking from Death Valley. Wake right now, number 10 in the land. Again, all they really need to do is just win this game, and they will claim the Atlantic division. On Fox, Oklahoma is back home after a tough loss at Baylor. The number 13 Sooners have Iowa State circulating down to Norman. Fox, this is your Fox big noon kickoff this weekend. Texas A&M, oh, they got their you-know-what handed to them in the second half against the Mississippi Landshark Rebels. And Texas A&M is back in the friendly confines of Kyle Field. Their neighbors, literally from just down the street, they're neighbors that almost have the same name. Prairie View A&M is the opponent as this SWAC school, to my knowledge, this is the first time these two have ever met on the gridiron. And the Panthers of Prairie View and the Aggies of Texas A&M have an early game from College Station. Mississippi State's ranked number 25. They've got an HBCU coming into their friendly confines of Davis Wade. High noon Eastern, 11 o'clock Central. You'll see Mike Leach's Mississippi State Bulldogs ranked number 25 taking on Eddie George and his Tennessee State Tigers. Kentucky, they are trying to get to where they want to go in the postseason, and they shouldn't have too much of a problem. They're at Kroger Field, the SEC Network at high noon is going to have UK and the New Mexico State Aggies, the team that really wants to be in the SEC based on how they've been playing the last two weeks at least. Western Kentucky also in the bluegrass. They've got Florida Atlantic coming into Bowling Green for an early game. Boston College and Florida State get together on ACCN for a high noon Chestnut Hill time kick. UNC's out of conference. They've got from Spartanburg the Walford Terriers they're waltzing into Keenan Stadium for a high noon Chapel Hill time kick. On the Big Ten Network at high noon, it's Northwestern hosting Purdue. Also, you've got Penn State and Rutgers kicking off at high noon in the Big Ten Network country. Army is playing UMass. That should be a win for the Black Knights of the Hudson CBS Sports Networks, where you'll see that one kicking off. West Virginia the Big 12, I think they're going to win this week. They've got the Texas Longhorns coming in to the Mountain State. ESPN2 has this one at high nude Morgantown time between the Nears and the Hookums. Tulane and South Florida get together for an early game. Akron and Kent State. Coastal Carolina, which believe it or not, they will not have a chance to play in their respective division for the Sun Belt title. Why? Because they've already lost a couple of times. They lost last week as Georgia State went into Conway and walked out winners. And so now Coastal Carolina is now 4-2 and two in, conference, in, in the Sun Belt Conference 
and they have to sit on the sidelines and see what Appalachian State and Georgia State are going to do. CCU, no chance at a Sun Belt, it looks like, this year. They've got Texas State coming in for an early game at the beach. Iowa's ranked number 17. Brett Bimela, he's going to be out as he's got COVID, and Coach Bimela not going to be able to coach his Illinois Illini as they make their way to Iowa for a game against the Hawkeyes. Hawkeyes ranked number 17. This one's on FS1 starting at 2 o'clock Eastern. Georgia State, fresh off that big win against Coastal Carolina. They're back at home at Turner Field. They've got Arkansas State coming in to the ATL. Notre Dame and Georgia Tech. This is on NBC starting at 2.30 Eastern, 1.30 Central Time. The Pac-12 Network's early game, Colorado hosting the Washington Huskies. This is a 3 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Central kick. CBS's big game of the day, it's number two Alabama hosting the Arkansas Razorbacks from Bryant-Denny Stadium. With a win, Alabama clinches a ticket to the SEC Championship where they'll have to go face Georgia, in case you were wondering. ESPN's got number five, Cincinnati. They're going to be hosting SMU there in the Queen City starting at 3.30 Eastern. The Big Ten Network's mid-afternoon game, Maryland and number six, Michigan. 3.30 from College Park is where you'll find that one. ABC's mid-afternoon game's got number 15, Wisconsin. They're hosting Nebraska. Pitt and the ACC's back at home. They've got UVA coming in for a game. UVA really has had a bad go of it lately. They've had plenty of losses in what looked like a promising start to the season. UVA's current record is 6-4. and four. Bowl eligible to their credit, but Bronco, Bronco Mendenhall's Cavs and the Hoos, they need a big win on the road. 3.30 Eastern ESPN2 is where you'll see this one between the Hoos and number 18 Pitt. UTSA, what do they do? They win. They've got UAB coming in to San Antonio for a game starting at 3.30 Eastern on this football Saturday. The Charlotte 49ers in the Conference USA ranks, they are hosting Marshall in the Queen City 3.30 Eastern, the time for that one. MTSU and CUSA fun. They've got Old Dominion coming into the borough for a mid-afternoon game. On the Big Ten Network, a mid-afternoon game there between Indiana and Minnesota. On CBS Sports Network, Navy, the Middies hosting East Carolina. Mike Houston's club got bowl eligible in a thrilling overtime victory over Memphis in Week 11. Congrats to the Bucks on that one. The Troy Trojans have that division-leading team coming in from Boone, Appalachian State, and Troy in the Sun Belt Conference. This starts at 3.30 Eastern on this football Saturday. Also in the Sunbelt Conference, the Eagles of Georgia Southern. This is an out-of-conference game there at Paulson Stadium. Number 14, BYU makes the long trip to the, what do they call that, uh, South Georgia. Everything in Georgia south of Atlanta is called South Georgia, I believe. And, and Georgia Southern has BYU into South Georgia for a game mid-afternoon. NC State, which really had a great chance last week to find themselves going in for the ACC title, they lost to Wake Forest. Number 20, NC State's got Syracuse for a mid-afternoon game on the ACC Network. The SEC Network's mid-afternoon's got the Sleepers of the East, Missouri and Florida. They're from Como mid-afternoon. UTEP and Rice together in the CUSA ranks. That game kicking at 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central there from El Paso. UCF. They are struggling under Gus Malzahn. UConn comes into Orlando. I think that'll be a win for the Gus bus on this weekend's lineup. Liberty and 
Louisiana, Lafayette in a non-conference game taking place there in Southwest Virginia. TCU and Kansas. Hey, the Texas Longhorn Killers back on the road this time in Texas, this time in Fort Worth instead of Austin, and the Jayhawks and the Horn Frogs together at 4 o'clock Eastern. Tulsa and Temple also play on this football Saturday. Hey, how about the game for the city championship of Los Angeles, USC, and UCLA? That's your mid-afternoon Fox Network broadcast. Love to see these two in-city rivals go after it. On FS1, I'm calling it upset special, perhaps. Kansas State, K-State Wildcats have number 11 Baylor fresh off a big win over Oklahoma, and Coach Aranda takes his beast into Manhattan for an FS1 game that starts at 5.30 Eastern, 4.30 Manhattan, Kansas time. ESPN's primetime game, South Carolina and Coach Shane Beamer. He's got Auburn coming in. Both of these teams absolutely blew it in their contest last week. And now Auburn with a quarterback problem, as Bo Nix has done with an injury and his Tigers will have to go into a scary place in Williams-Brice. Why is it so scary? Because Auburn lost to a Will Muschamp coach South Carolina team just a year ago. ESPN's got this one from Williams-Brice kicking at 7 o'clock. You can hear that rooster crow a whole bunch if you tune in. Also in college football on this 12th Saturday of the season, the Stanford Cardinal and Cal, their rivalry game, Pac-12 is where you'll see that one airing at 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 o'clock Central. On ABC, another game out of that conference, the number 23 Utah Utes and, hey, the number 3 Oregon Ducks. This is one of the best games of week number 12. Ducks and Utes from Salt Lake City, 7.30 Eastern is where that kicks on ABC. Mississippi, fresh off a win over Texas A&M. They're still in the grove for their home finale. And the Vanderbilt Commodores, Clark Lee's doors, go south for this kind of cross-divisional rivalry game, if you will. They played a whole bunch through the years, the doors and the Rebs slash Sharks. The SEC Network's got this one as the primetime contest. ESPNU's primetime contest is a resurgent, although still kind of Picking out the needles from last week. Tennessee at home against the South Alabama Jaguars. That's a 7.30 kneeling time kick. Miami and the ACC, they got Virginia Tech coming in for an ACC Network contest in primetime. Fox Network's primetime game, the number nine Oklahoma State Cowboys will be on the trail in Lubbock at Jones AT&T Stadium as the Red Raiders of Texas Tech await 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Lubbock time. Also wrapping up the lineup for this Week 12, Utah State and Wyoming get together. LSU and Louisiana Monroe get together where LSU should wear those purple jerseys at home. And ESPN2 has this one. I think this might be Ed Orgeron's final game in Baton Rouge. Let me check LSU's schedule because I know they play A&M. Nope, they play A&M in Baton Rouge the following week. So this is the penultimate Ed Orgeron home game there for Tiger fans. Boise State and New Mexico play Saturday evening. Oregon State's got Arizona State. And Hawaii and Colorado State are the last game of the day. That's going to be firing off at 11 Eastern, 10 o'clock Central for all of you who want your late-night fun of college football from the Aloha State. The Y'all Show, its kickoff edition, continues after this break. Stay tuned. We're going to fill you in on some news across college football, and you'll hear from the head coach of the Clemson Tigers and the Mississippi State Bulldogs. All that is right around the corner on the Y'all Kickoff Show. 
If you're worried about your borderline blood pressure, hear how others are taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. Garlic works safely and naturally to support my blood pressure. Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula has a custom blend of garlic vitamins and minerals, so you know it works. No garlic taste, no garlic breath. Take charge of your blood pressure with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. The Mississippi State Bulldogs, I think they got a little bit of a breather this weekend. Heisman Trophy winner Eddie George takes his Tennessee State Tigers to Starkville for a game against this mighty SEC team, a team fresh off a big, thrilling comeback over Auburn in week number 11. We're going to hear from Mike Leach, head coach of Mississippi State, in just a moment. This is the Y'all Kickoff Show where we break down all of the college football fun for this week number 12. And looking at the standings as we get you ready for this number 12 weekend of CFB. A quick look at the Power 5, at least the ACC. As mentioned, Wake Forest and Clemson have a duel in Death Valley this weekend. And if Wake wins, they should be able to punch their ticket to the Atlantic Coast Conference Championship game. Clemson and NC State still have a legitimate chance if Wake Forest absolutely wets the bed over the next two weeks. But Dave Clawson's going to do his darndest to get his Demon Deacons back in Charlotte. We're going to hear from Dabo Swinney, coach of the Tigers, in just a moment. In the Coastal Division of the ACC, a close look at the standings there, and the Pitt Panthers still are the best team with a 5-1 and one mark entering the season. UVA 4-2, and two, so a chance for Bronco Mendenhall's Hoos as they actually, I think they've got Pitt, as I mentioned, as the opponent this weekend. That'll go a long way in determining the ACC. The Big 12 right now after Oklahoma went down to Baylor last weekend, OU and Oklahoma State both have 6-1 and one marks. Baylor at 5-2 and two could find themselves jumping up there and being one of the two best teams. And if you're one of those, you get to play and Jerry World for the Big 12 Conference title. The Big Ten Conference still got some great games going on there, including this weekend, Ohio State and Michigan State getting together in Columbus. OSU 7-0 in the Big Ten, and Michigan State 6-1. Michigan still got a lot to play for. They're 6-1, and that's all in the Big Ten East. A look at the Big Ten West. Wisconsin and Iowa both have 5-2 marks with two weeks left to play. When you take a look at what's going on in the Pac-12 conference, as we scan the Power Five at least, the Pac-12 North's got Oregon. They already kind of have the Pac-12 North sewed up. They got a tough contest this weekend, though, as Utah is the opponent. They still don't have it totally clinched, but they should be able to at least find themselves playing for a Pac-12 title very soon in Las Vegas. The Utes are barely on top of the South Division of the Pac-12, 6-1. and one. Whoever wins this weekend will be guaranteed to be playing in their respective conferences championship game. In the SEC, the Georgia Bulldogs have already finished up SEC play. They've got Charleston Southern this weekend, then their rival Georgia Tech 
next weekend. Georgia finished a perfect 8-0 in SEC play, so they'll represent the East in Atlanta very soon. And the West, Alabama, should be able to do what they need to do to find themselves in the catbird seat for the West. Alabama, 5-1, and one, the closest competitor, Mississippi. Mississippi's got a 4-2 and two record, so in theory, Mississippi could win both of the final two games and finish 6-2. and two. Alabama just needs to win one of the next two to find themselves playing for another SEC title. Now, a look at some of these other conferences, the group of six, if you will, the power six, some call it, in the AAC. How about this? Houston and Cincinnati both are undefeated. Houston is 7-0 and and ranked number 24. Way to go, Cougs. Cincinnati, which, of course, ranked number five, have they've had an incredible season. 6-0 and are the Bearcats. A scan of what's going on in CUSA. Western Kentucky, 5-1. and one. They're atop the East Division of CUSA. And, of course, over in the West, the number 22 team in the country, the Roadrunners of UTSA. Although it's not a done deal, they're going to be playing for their title because they've got UAB coming into San Antonio. UAB is 5-1 and one in conference play and a win by the Blazers this weekend. They'll be in the catbird seat for the CUSA West. In the MAC, Miami and Kent State both have two losses in that East Division. In the West Division of the MAC, Northern Illinois five and one, leading that contingent. In the Mountain West, the Aggies of Utah State have a five and one record. That's best in the Mountain Division. In the West Division, San Diego State, which is ranked number nineteen, they're five and one. Fresno State is five and two. And then, as we look at the Sun Belt Conference. The Appalachian State Mountaineers, they have the road in front of them. They should be able to take take it on in for a, a chance to play for the Sun Belt title. The Mountaineers 5-1, and one, but Georgia State nipping on their heels at 4-2. and two. In the west side of the Sun Belt, it's already determined. How about Billy Napier's Raging Cajuns of Louisiana as Louisiana Lafayette 7-0 and 9-1. Oh, and and They're not in the college football playoff top 25 for some reason. But the Raging Cajuns, very, very good season again there on the Bayou in Lafayette, Louisiana. Let me tell you some news going on in college football. And the big news this week, Virginia Tech decided to let Justin Fuente out the door. He was fired and will not have a chance to finish out the year coaching the Hokies. So a coaching search underway. And some are coming out with some names of the likely successor to Justin Fuente there in Blacksburg. One name, Shane Beamer, of course, the son of legendary Hokie coach Frank Beamer. Beamer now coaching the Gamecocks. I don't know if he's actually already come out and put this one to bed or if there's a fire possibly coming out of his belly in Columbia, South Carolina. Another name mentioned as a possible candidate for Virginia Tech, Jamie Chadwell, coach of the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Also, how about Hugh Freeze, who's right down the road in Lynchburg coaching Liberty and doing a fantastic job. So there will be lots of lots of discussion until Virginia Tech makes a decision on who their next head coach is going to be. Right now, Manny Diaz is gainfully employed as the coach of the Miami Hurricanes. He's got Virginia Tech as his opponent this weekend. But he says he's focused on the Hokies and not his job as head coach of the Hurricanes. Things have not gone good for Manny Diaz this year. The Hurricanes are 5-5, five 3-3 five, three three 
in conference play, and they're hosting Virginia Tech Saturday. Both either the Hokies or the Hurricanes, a win will make them bowl eligible. But Coach Diaz, with a lot of attention on his program, he says, I'm not worried about my future here. I'm worried about the Hokies, which is what he should say, but it's not going all that great for the coach of the U. Oklahoma coach Lincoln Riley says he's not all that interested in the LSU job, of course. The coach who's gone 54-9 and at OU during his roughly five years as a head coach. His name is being mixed into the fun of LSU's coaching vacancy. And he said, I coach at the University of Oklahoma. You know how I feel about this place and this program. Hmm, okay. I think that's a sign that he's not all that interested. But there is a chance. <laughs> all right, how about... Steve Sarkeesian, the first-year coach in Austin, the athletic director at the University of Texas, says, hey, we're not going to let the fans splinter support of this football team because they lost for the first time to Kansas and Austin, as they just did in overtime the other day. And now UT is experiencing its worst losing streak in 65 years. And AD Chris Del Conte on the 40 Acres encouraging Longhorn fans this week to not to splinter or pull apart, but to support Sarkeesian. They're not going to put up with losing to Kansas very long there on the 40 acres. I can promise you that. Texas, a tough challenge this weekend. They're on the road against West Virginia. Dabo Sweeney, we haven't really heard a whole lot about him this college football. That happens when your Clemson Tigers have a little bit of a tough challenge trying to get back and get to the college football playoff as they've been a mainstay in that. Clemson, 7-3 and three overall, not ranked right now. Dabo Sweeney's Tigers have Wake Forest coming into Death Valley for a big battle. The ACC Atlantic Division title perhaps at stake if Wake can walk out of Clemson with a win. Dabo Sweeney this week talking about his Tigers, talks about how Dave Clawson was very complimentary to his football program which, again, has had three losses to date. And Coach Clawson of Wake Forest kind of hinted that this might be Dabo Sweeney's best year coaching. And he's got three losses already. Here's Dabo. To this point, I, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of our staff. It's been a, a huge challenge, unlike any that I've had. Um, and, uh, you know, we've, we've battled. That's the only thing I said. We've battled. We've found a way to win you know, whatever – Five out of the last six games, and, and uh, you know, three in a row now. And these guys, you know, the biggest thing is just going back to the basics and foundation of this program. Like I said a week or so ago, you know, just focusing on on those things. And that was the Clemson Tigers head football coach Davis Winnie. I didn't realize Clemson had been on that kind of a win streak. Kudos to them. This has not been the best of times, right there along Lake Hartwell. It's not a bad time there in Octibahaw County, Mississippi. That's where Mike Leach is, the head coach of Mississippi State. And this week during his press conference, he had to respond to the coach of the school up north, the University of Mississippi, a guy named Lane Kiffin, during college game day on the Oxford campus last Saturday. Coach Kiffin picked Mississippi State to beat Auburn, which the Bulldogs did. And he even mentioned that Lane Kiffin said that Mike Leach was the best offensive coach in America. Huh. And these two teams, they actually play Thanksgiving evening there in the Egg Bowl. So maybe it was just kissing up to a little bit to Mike Leach from Lane Kiffin. 
Either way, Mike Leach this week responded. Well, he's kind of setting the stage for a really good uh, egg bowl, and uh, and uh, you know, uh, I'd be lying if I if if I if I told you I didn't think that uh, he thinks he's the best offensive uh, coordinator. So, so uh, it was it was modest of him to say, but uh, you know, and they're doing a fine job this year, so. Uh, We'll just let the love keep coming both directions. How about that? <laughs> I love to hear that guy talk. Civility in the Egg Bowl rivalry. That's next week. Again, this week, Mississippi State at home. Eddie George brings in his TSU Tigers as the Nashville-based HBCU playing its first game against Mississippi State in Starkville, Mississippi. This is the Y'all Kickoff Show. We're going to take a quick break. Come right back. General Gridiron is ready to file a report. He does it in a very great, fun, humorous way. And General Gridiron is going to do that before the hour is up. We'll be right back here on the Y'all Kickoff Show with one last look around the top 25 and a few FCS matchups of note for this 12th weekend of college football. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Welcome into the bunker of General Gridiron, Field Marshal of Football Forecasting. We're about to map out the way this college football weekend is going to go. Will your favorite team be marching to victory, or will the enemy be taking your battle flag? Welcome to the Saturday for Turkey Day edition of General Gridiron, where most teams are getting the dressing or stuffing, depends on which side of the Mason-Dixon you're on, ready for the big feast. Therefore, this ain't exactly the Saturday that has palpitating pigskin implications. Regardless, get your helmet on and man those battle stations. We're ready for another round of General Gridiron's football foretelling. Oregon at Utah. Who had this one circled on the calendar for the Pac-12's most important game of the year? Both the Duckies and Tribesmen are ranked for this late November clash in SLC. Oregon's number four in the AP poll. The Utes are 24. More importantly, a win along the Salt Lake Salty Shore will give the winner the division title in their respective division and a December 3rd Pac-12 title ticket in Vegas. Mario Cristobal's ballers are a ballin'. And I kind of reckon I should have added UO to that exclusive group of four, the CFP4. And the Quack Attack can keep their web feet dry. A much bigger prize awaits. The Pac Partisans at Rice Eccles will attempt to tommyhawk the birds from the sky, but that Eugene elusiveness will come in quite handy. The General's victor, Oregon escapes. Baylor at Kansas State. The Bears are getting lots of praise after two, that's right, two running on the fields at McLean Stadium. You know, that happens when you give superpower Oklahoma a rare loss. But y'all should have seen that coming. Even Waco resident and BU alum Chip, you know, the other half of Joanna Gaines, he said the Beast would beat OU last weekend. Hey, Baylor's good, but you can't shiplap the fact that the road has been a home rebuilding project gone Magnolia TV for Dave Aranda's Burleys. Road losses at Oklahoma State and TCU have cut the market value of Chip's alma mater. 
So, no massive supply of nails, hammers, or that white paint will help Gary Bohannon when he attempts to start a new build on the Manhattan campus. The General's victor, K-State in an upset. Arkansas at Alabama. Nick Saban's pachyderms are oh so close. Beat the Hogs or Auburn, and they'll be back in the ATL for the SEC title game. But, 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 the capstone and its crusty coach ain't about to settle for SEC supremacy. The Houndstoothians want that big old number 19, and that ain't tight end Jahiel Billingsley. You know, he wears jersey number 19. That Northwest Arkansas Pork Company is a pretty happy bunch these days. After escaping Red Stick with a fun OT win, they'll get to T-Town with the wind at their hairy back. But Big Al don't want no stinking, and I mean a stinking hogs, thinking they can sashay into Brian Denny and dethrone them from their rifle perch atop the West. The General's victor... Alabama Rolls. Georgia Tech at Notre Dame. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy. One of the greatest football movies of all time is the classic Rudy, based on the real-life story of Notre Dame walk-on Rudy Rudiger. In the 1975 home finale under Touchdown Jesus' Shadow, the Joliet, Illinois native made history with his last-second sack of another Rudy, Georgia Tech signal caller Rudy Allen. What that 1993 movie starring Sean Astin didn't really show was the Irish had that game in the books by the time Rudiger hit the field. The Jackets' 2021 trip to the set of the movie, it's going to be now classified as a horror film. Jeff Collins' ATL Waspers have used up all of their sting, so even the real-life Rudy, at age 73, could sneak into the backfield and cause bodily harm to the Ramblin' Rex wreck of an offense. The General's victor, number 6 Notre Dame, is carried off in jubilation. Mercer at East Tennessee State, the Southern Conference Championship. When the SoCon Brass and Spartanburg planned the 2021 schedule, they likely didn't think a late November clash in Powell's Southern Service Country against a bunch of bears from New Way Wiener Country would be where the conference's automatic ticket to the FCS playoffs would be punched. Randy Sanders' Bucks, the same contingent of swashbucklers that started the season with a super smackdown of the SEC's Vanderbilt Commodores, they entered this contest in Johnson City with a 9-1 overall, 6-1 in conference play mark. But it's the Macon, Georgia omnivores that have come out of hibernation in 2021 to also rack up that same 6-1 in the SoCon slate. In this championship tilt, ETSU's ground game of Jacob Sailors and Quay Holmes will run roughshod, and Mercer will be a shouting mercy. The General's victor, the ETSU Bucks win the SOCOM. Ahead on General Gridiron, it's time for the Battle of Los Angeles as UCLA sneaks out of Westwood for a rivalry game at the Coliseum against the Men of Troy. Also, Clemson and Wake Forest duel in Death Valley with an ACC Atlantic title at stake. Who wins? We'll tell you, so keep it locked here on General Gridiron. If you're worried about your borderline blood pressure, hear how others are taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. Garlic works safely and naturally to support my blood pressure. Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula has a custom blend of garlic vitamins and minerals, so you know it works. No garlic taste, no garlic breath. Take charge of your blood pressure with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Howdy, soldiers. This is General Gridiron back with you. Each week, this fabulous football forecast is heard on some of the best radio stations the FCC has licensed, including in Little Rock, Arkansas, KEWI AM 690, Fox Sports, Arkansas. 
and KEZM AM 1310 in Lake Charles, Louisiana, Sports Radio 1310. We appreciate all of our radio affiliates. Now, let's get back into the football fight. SMU at Cincinnati. The ponies were riding high only a few weeks back, but the Big D equine ain't so fine these days. Two recent losses in AAC play had the Mustangs out to pasture for the conference hunt. On the other sideline, the Queen City Kitties haven't been so fickle. <laughs> Get it? Coach Luke Fickle has cooked up something more combustive than Cincinnati's famous five-way chili. UC just keeps a winning. And on this Saturday, it's more home cooking, as another dub comes with a side of oyster crackers for the number three in the land home team. The Generals' victor, Cincinnati. Michigan State at Ohio State. It's been six years since Sparty won a contest in this border clash. Good news for the Grecians, that win came in the shoe in a 17-14 Mark D'Antonio coached MSU win. Mel Tucker is the man in East Lansing these days, and he'll coach his Green Goliaths, ranked number seven in the latest AP poll, as they put their battle armor on for the number five nuts. Kenneth Walker III is poised to have another big day towed in the mail for the invaders from the north, but the battle in Brutuses will stymie the Spartan tailback as Walker will be running for the exit. The Generals' victor, Ohio State. Oklahoma State at Texas Tech. If y'all haven't been up on the news out of West Texas, Sonny Cumbie is the interim coach for Double T. The early 2000s man behind center is now center stage for his alma mater, albeit in an interim role. And it's really interim when Tex already announced its next head coach, which will be former Baylor assistant Joey McGuire. Mullet man Mike Gundy is firmly in charge at Oakey Light, and seasons like this one make the folks in Stillwater think about getting Magic Mike inked to a Lifetime Plus contract. The Pokes ride into Jones AT&T in the top 10, and only one little dirty spot on their pretty boots. The OSU offense will put it in overdrive while riding high on the Lubbock Trail during the Saturday night special. The Generals' victor, Oklahoma State escapes. UCLA at USC. Fox's mid-afternoon time slot features the battle for the victory bell. The winner here gets to haul a giant bell originally placed in an old Southern Pacific locomotive back to campus. Another cool tradition in this battle of Los Angeles, each team dons a colored jersey, so no need to adjust that Magnavox. Both of these Pac-12 pigskinners have played themselves out of a chance to play for conference glory, so winning L.A. would be super cool, dude. Watch for Nicholas Mira to come through with key kicks as the big city bears are straight and true inside the Coliseum. The Generals' victor? UCLA. Wake Forest at Clemson. Dabo Sweeney and the upstate South Carolina Paw Patrol have owned the ACC for the last six years, and as bad and uncharacteristic as 2021 has been, CU in the Valley still has a chance for another title in Uptown Charlotte. But the odds are not good for the pigskin and plowboys to repeat. God is against them. Not really, but sort of. The Baptist clergymen from Winston-Salem get to Death Valley with quite a hell and brimstone message. A wake win, and they bring the fury upon the home horde and them orange overalls. With a win, the Deeks will capture the ACC Atlantic Division and play for the conference crown for the first time since 2006. QB Sam Hartman will show a lot of heart in this one, and man, will he be great. The Generals' victor, Wake Forest wins and wins the ACC Atlantic 2. We've already looked at the weekend's biggest battles across the nation, but hang on to your helmet, there's more around the corner. We'll be back in a moment to wrap up this week's General Gridiron with our rapid-fire picks. If you're worried about your borderline blood pressure, hear how others are taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. 
Garlic works safely and naturally to support my blood pressure. Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula has a custom blend of garlic vitamins and minerals, so you know it works. No garlic taste, no garlic breath. Take charge of your blood pressure with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood, but one day she stopped at the stop sign and she wasn't even really sure where she was at. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. This is General Gridiron back with you. We've already maneuvered through the weekend's frontline college football showdowns. Now it's time to fix bayonets and storm the field with our rapid-fire football forecast. Purdue pounds Northwestern. Auburn aggravates South Carolina. Oklahoma rebounds versus Iowa State. Middle Tennessee obliterates Old Dominion. Georgia sinks the Charleston Southern Buccaneers ship. Mississippi State sacks Eddie George and his Tennessee State Tigers. Florida State wins again at Boston College. Michigan Masters Maryland. Harvard outsmarts Yale in the game. Mississippi corrals Vanderbilt. Boise State nukes New Mexico. California squats on Stanford. North Carolina terrorizes the Wofford Terriers. Penn State roasts Rutgers. Kennesaw State beats Monmouth for the Big South Conference title. West Virginia continues the Texas Longhorns losing streak. Iowa sneaks by Illinois. UTSA stays perfect versus UAB. Appalachian State gets the road dub at Troy. And in the SEC East snoozer, Missouri flummoxes Florida. Well, troops, you can now put your swords back in their scabbards. We're all out of picks on this Week 12 edition of General Gridiron. We'll be back again next week, same General Gridiron time, same General Gridiron station. So don't forget to tune us in on the radio. This is John Rawl, the General of Gridiron Glory, thanking you for letting me be part of your weekend celebration. General Gridiron is a production of Y'all. For more, log on to Y'all.com, the South's homepage. Thank you, General. The Y'all Kickoff Show will wrap things up after this with a quick look at some of the top 25 games of week number 12. That's ahead on this, the show that's all about college football in the South. Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The UTSA Roadrunners, they're ranked in the top 25, and the Roadrunners at the Alamo Dome on this 12th weekend of college football can capture their respective division and play for a Conference USA title in the very, very near future. Welcome back to the Y'all Kickoff Show, powered by Y'all.com, the South's homepage. And elsewhere in the top 25, you've got some great games and some, some snoozers. One of those great games, 
Ohio State's got Michigan State for an early game. That on ABC. Georgia's ranked number one. They've got Charleston Southern coming between the hedges for an early game. Clemson and Wake Forest on ESPN starting at 12 o'clock Clemson time. Wake, a win by the Deeks. They get to play for the ACC title. Oklahoma and Iowa State have an early game on Fox. That kicks at 12 o'clock Eastern, 11 o'clock Norman time. OU ranked number 13 in the latest polls. Texas A&M tries to bounce back after a loss in the Grove. The Aggies and Prairie View A&M with an early game from Kyle Field. Mississippi State ranked number 25. MSU's got TSU out of the OVC as the Tigers and Bulldogs get together at high noon Eastern from Davis Wade. Iowa and Illinois get together on FS1 for a 2 o'clock Eastern, 1 o'clock time kick there from Iowa City. Notre Dame on NBC's got an early afternoon game against the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Arkansas and Alabama are your CBS mid-afternoon game at 3.30 Eastern, 2.30. Alabama ranked number two. Arkansas checks in at number 21, fresh off a win on the road last week at LSU. Cincinnati just keeps doing their thing. The Bearcats ranked number five. They've got SMU coming in for an ESPN contest. That's at 3.30 Eastern time. Maryland hosts Michigan on the Big Ten Network in a mid-afternoon game. The ABC's ABC's mid-afternoon game's got number 15, Wisconsin, hosting Nebraska. ESPN 2's 3.30 Eastern kicks got Pittsburgh hosting the Virginia Cavaliers. The winner of that one takes kind of the edge in the Coastal Division. Also, Georgia Southern playing out of conference in Statesboro there at Allen E. Paulson Stadium. BYU, the number 14 team in the country, comes all the way to South Georgia for a 4 o'clock Statesboro time kick. NC State, ranked number 20. They've got Syracuse coming in for a 4 o'clock Raleigh time kick on the ACC network. The 5.30 Eastern kick on FS1 is Kansas State hosting number 11 Baylor. ABC's primetime game, the Utes of Utah hosting the Oregon Ducks. Vanderbilt and Mississippi on the SEC network in primetime starting at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Oxford time. And Fox's evening contest has Texas Tech hosting the number 9 Oklahoma State Cowboys there from Lubbock, Texas, 8 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock Central for that one. In the FCS, the game is this weekend as Harvard is at Yale. Elsewhere in FCS, Monmouth and Kennesaw State, they've got a contest. The winner of that wins the Big South title. Northwestern State and McNeese, two great Louisiana schools getting together. The Mercer Bears will be in Johnson City, East Tennessee State, and Coach Randy Sanders, the winner of that one, gets to play gets to claim the SOCON title and the automatic berth to the FCS playoffs, the Bears of Mercer and the East Tennessee State University Buccaneers. Montana State and Montana get together for the Battle of Big Sky Country. Alcorn State and Jackson State, two great HBCUs in the state of Mississippi. They've got their rivalry going on this weekend. How about this one in Cape Girardeau? SEMO hosting the Skyhawks of UT Martin and lastly rivals the Richmond Spiders and William & Mary get together in Williamsburg for a great CAA contest. That'll do it for this week's Y'all Kickoff Show. Have a great college football weekend. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table... Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. 
For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed.